Good morning. No matter how hard we try, we, we all struggle with sin, but the blessing that God gives us is as if we confess those sins, they will be forgiven. Please join me in this morning's prayer confession. Almighty God, as we look upon your perfections, we see how far short we come to that perfection. We realize as we consider that perfect standard how much we have missed the mark. As we have been considering the area of faith the patriarchs had, we realize the stumbling we commit when it comes to faith in you. Thank you for your grace and mercy that forgives our, all our moments when we fail to trust and rely in faith. Help us and renew a right spirit within us through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer and friend. Amen. Our assurance of forgiveness this morning comes from Psalm 51, verse 7. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Our guidelines for living this morning is from Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Let's continue our worship. If you'd like, you can stand and we can worship together as we stand. Every word of worship with one of gold. 
Steve, would you mind reading to us about Christ alone? In Christ alone is perhaps the newest of Christian hymns, having been written in 2000 by Keith Getty and Stuart County. When asked what inspired the song, Keith Getty said, I knew I wanted to tell the gospel story in one song, and I've been working on a particular melody associated with this idea for some time. Stuart Townend sent the incredible lyrics, which outlines the gospel message. He went on to say, I believe the lyrics of In Christ Alone succinctly express theological truths about the life, death, and saving power of Christ through his sacrificial death on the cross. Father in heaven, we give you thanks and praise for that wonderful hope that we have in eternity, that we're going to be with you forever and that we're saved. We praise you, God, for being such a loving God and also a very benevolent God. 
all the blessings that we have as Americans, as individuals, Lord, you have just blessed us so much. We have so much gratitude to you for all these things you've done for us. Lord, I pray that you'll take these gifts of these faithful people and give them and use them for your honor and glory in the kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this day and for the blessings of it. We thank you for the snow this past week that nourished the land. And Lord, we thank you for the opportunities that we've had to refresh ourselves and get ourselves well. And we thank you for this time of refreshment with you. Father God, we come to you today, and we're so blessed in this nation, and we want to thank you for it. We want to thank you for those who put their lives down in the past for it, and those who worked hard and diligently to make this a quite a federation and a democracy that we can share. 
I pray especially, Father God, too, for the men and women who put their lives on the line every day for us. And we thank you for that also and for the protections that we have in this society. I pray, Heavenly Father, right now, though, too, we pray for some of those in our midst who are going through some difficult times. I think especially of Sandy Hooper, who uh, had a stroke. We just pray for her and for her complete healing. I want to pray for Lucille as she continues to battle some of the issues that she has. I want to pray for Kay, too, Lord, for blessing on her life. I pray for Mary, Lord, as uh, this week she went in for a procedure and now is on hospice, Lord. And I just pray for her as she goes through the process, Lord, that you just be with her and the family as they grieve her leaving. But also for her, for the joy that she has. I pray, pray she'll be comfortable as she'll go to meet you, Jesus, again and be with her husband and family that is there in heaven with you. I pray also too, Father God, for Joyce, who had a stent put in this week. I just pray that you'll bring her uh, comfort strength, take away any pains in her heart that she's had. I pray also too, Father, for a friend's family that um, went to pick up their dad for a routine check and they found out he's full of cancer. And I just pray for them. As they walk this journey together, Lord, I just pray that you'll help them as they talk to him about his relationship with you and that he prepares himself to meet you, Christ. I pray also too, Father God, for people that we love that are concerned about that are battling addictions, Lord, and that continue to battle. I think of Ryan, I think of Jordan, I think of David. I pray also, too, for Eric and Ricky and Mitch, all these who are dealing with the struggles of the addictions that they have. I just pray that you'll release them from it. We pray also, too, for, for others that we know that are struggling with marital difficulties or those who are having issues with rebellious children, uh, Lord, there are many, and uh, I pray for a family that I ministered to last week that you'll be with them in their time of grief and difficulty. And Lord, we lift up others to you. You know who they are, Lord, as we lift them up by name. You know their situation. Hear our prayers, Lord. And I pray also for our church right now as we're planning to leave our denomination and go to another. I just pray, Lord, that that'll be a smooth transition. Uh, Lord, we don't ever want to have to do this, but we know this is the time that needs to be done to make a stand, and I just pray for that. I pray also, too, Father God, for um, <clears throat> the challenges that we have as a church, Lord, um, to, uh, Lord, provide new programs. I'm excited, Lord, for young people who are, I want to start a youth program and for also to uh, a visitation program. Lord, there's so many great things that you have in store for us. Help us just to see them, God. And now, Lord, we bring to you, Lord, um, our needs and our concerns. And now, Lord, open up our hearts as we hear from your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. The question is, what would happen if you tossed your toothbrush for a year? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine that. But March 14th, 2017, USA Today did an article. And one of the dentists was interviewed, and most people don't realize, of course, that we'd probably have some tooth decay. There might even be some periodontal work that we need after um, we get gum disease. 
But what most people don't realize that when you brush your teeth also, this simple little act gets rid of a lot of bacteria out of your mouth. In fact, it helps our immune system and if we don't brush our teeth, it backs up into our immune system and causes us other issues in other parts of our body. In fact, the bacterias that come underneath the gum and get into our blood flow can cause diseases like pneumonia, heart attacks, and also um, bring the bacteria so it's resistant to certain medications and get to our heart lining. Well, as we talk about this in our bodies, so it is with our spiritual lives, in that the very simple things of doing to protect our immune system and to keep us from sinful acts is so important for us to keep up in the Bible, says here today. When we trust in God's promises, it gives us a long way, and we understand those promises, but when we don't, we find ourselves struggling spiritually and through other things. And God wants us to take the steps of faith, to build that faith inside of our hearts, to grow it. Joshua needed that, and today we're going to be again this little series on Joshua, because what Joshua did is that God had chosen him as the leader after Moses, which was a monumental task, to lead these millions of people now into the Canaan land. And what we find in this book of Joshua is the first five chapters is talks about winning the victory and getting them in, and then going and battle all the spots that they have to, to clear the land so that they can be ready to um, basically infiltrate it and then, uh, then divide it up between the folks.